1: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon if you are on the East Coast, and good morning if you are on the West Coast. I am Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living, which has been on Voice America now in year number six, and I have to tell you that I really believe in Positive Living, I believe in Voice America, I believe in the Internet, and I started six years ago when the Internet was just starting with media programs, and I knew that one day, and it happened very quickly, uh, the Internet would explode in terms of being able to provide this type of information to the public. And I'm so glad that you can listen to this and be inspired and enlightened and change your life uh, in any way that makes it more positive and find practical strategies for for your, your issues in life and turn your obstacles into opportunities. Uh, we are on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And if you are listening today, which is the 27th of August, you can give us a call at 866 oh, 472 Let me do that again. 866 3788 And before I begin, we're going to talk about vibrancy in your life, energy, meditation, really understanding how your energy can affect everything. And before we do, when I want to introduce my guest, Donna Thompson i want to introduce my sponsor, which is Jane Iridell's Mineral Makeup, which is made from the earth's minerals. I believe in this product. I use it. It's amazing. It feels weightless and gives amazing coverage and unsurpassed coverage. And, and your skin is really health, healthy and very youthful. There are no fillers or skin sensitizers or dyes or preservatives. And it's a foundation, concealer, powder, and sunscreen all in one comes highly recommended by plastic surgeons and dermatologists, which is how I heard about it. It's for all types of skin. To experience this revolutionary new makeup by Jane Iredell, please call Michelle Sensky at 678-472-3866. That's 678-472-3866. Or write to Michelle at fensky f e n s k e at com, which is J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E.com. And if that was too quick for you, write to me. Patricia at com. Again, if you're listening today on the 27th, you can give us a call at 866-472-3788. My guest today is Donna Thompson. Her book is The Vibrant Life. Donna has been a therapist, and she is now a meditation teacher and works with energy. And welcome, Donna. Uh,
2: Yes, Patricia. It's really nice to be here with you.
1: Good, good. Now... Um, In your book, Donna, you work with many traditions, Buddhist meditations, active imagination, um, all kinds of things from your own psychotherapy and spiritual healing work with others. So talk a little bit about how these meditations came to be in your book.
2: Well, these meditations came to be in my book because they're all things that I've experienced in my life. It's been 37 years now since I first uh, went and studied Zen Buddhism at the Zen Center of Rochester, New York, where I spent 15 years actually um, studying pretty intensively. Um, I was on the staff of the center, and I did daily meditation and intensive meditation retreats for all that time, and so that's definitely my foundation, Um, and that's how... Many of the Buddhist meditations came to be in the book. However, um, then from that Zen center, at the time that I uh, left that community, I've explored many, many different spiritual traditions. And I went back and got my master's degree in social work, worked as a counselor and a therapist. And uh, so all of the meditations evolved either from my own personal experience in meditation or from my direct work with people, where, for example, my, my primary goal when I left the Zen Center was to look at how one can integrate meditation into one's daily life. In other words, it is very possible to sit and learn a practice and experience a certain degree of calm in the meditation, and then one goes out into the world, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, where did that go?
1: Well, and I think the other other point here is that so many people feel that meditation is difficult because they have to totally still their mind. Is that true?
2: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) If there was one thing that I would love to say to people everywhere, it's like, It's okay to have thoughts in your mind when you meditate. It's amazing when I say that to people. It's like, really? Because in one chapter in the book, I talk about um, common misconceptions about meditation, and that's one of the primary ones. Very rarely is it going to happen that one absolutely reaches the state of perfect calm and all the thoughts are gone. It's a matter of shifting the focus where... You know, the focus goes from all the thoughts and all the feelings and all the sensations to that awareness that is always there, in which one can find a calm. But the thoughts keep bubbling up, and one just continues. So, thank you for asking that question because that is so important. The other one is, if I can go on, is that you know people have the idea that they've got to do it for half an hour a day, twenty minutes Mm -hmm. a day, and most don't have to be that long. What's that, I'm sorry? It doesn't have
1: to be that long at all.
2: No, most people these days don't have that kind of time. Even 20 minutes can be hard to come by. And so one of my missions is to help people realize that a few minutes of meditation throughout the day, you know, not maybe just two minutes in the morning and then never again, but woven into people's days can really help them to come back to center and... You know, feel.
1: So Donna, if somebody, for example, let's let's give some examples. Mm-hmm. You're in the car and you're in a traffic jam. That's one. Right. Another one is you have just had an encounter with a colleague or a friend that's been stressful. Right. Or something spills all over your floor, and you know you're in a hurry and have to leave, and you're late. <laughs> right. Talk about what you could do in those moments to help you center yourself.
2: Well, one of the fundamental, most fundamental basic meditation practices is simply called following your breath. The breath is something that we always have with us as long as we're alive on this planet. And it's a wonderful tool for coming back to oneself, feeling one's own rhythm, you know, because as soon as you tune into your breath, you're tuned into what your rhythm is at the moment. And so... If you spend just a few minutes, say, reading the exercise in the book and practicing it ahead of time, um, then let's say you're in the traffic jam. You just, you're just you sitting there. Instead of going into like uh, all the things one can go into, you sit there. You take a breath. You really feel that breath coming into your body. Simultaneously, you're aware of your hands on the steering wheel, and you become aware probably of the tension. So then you relax that tension. You take another breath. You simply feel the breath coming in, and you say to yourself something like, okay, I am tuning into myself. I'm coming back to center. I'm finding my own rhythm. And then a few minutes later, hopefully, the traffic begins again. And it's a whole different experience of that than if one sat there, you know, making lots of phone calls, which can be valuable sometimes, but it's just a different experience.
1: And, and with the others, if you've had a stressful conversation or you're late and you've just spilled something, is, is the breath the way of getting you centered so you stay in the moment?
2: The breath is a way not only of getting you centered so you stay in the moment, but it's also a way of releasing the tension of what's just happened. Mm-hmm. One of the problems we have in our modern world is that the tension and stress we experience accumulates. And, for example, if you see an animal, you know, My cat, when she, you know, senses something, she'll tense up, but then two seconds later, she's completely relaxed again. She tenses and she lets it go. So let's say that example you gave of you've had a difficult encounter with someone. Sometimes those aren't quite as simple as just um, taking a few breaths, you know, because the mind will keep going over and over what happened and what was said. And in the book, actually, there's several exercises for dealing with that kind of thing. There's one that um, I call uh, returning the energy to others, which basically means that it's an exercise in saying, okay, this energy was coming from this person. It's not mine, and I don't have to take it on. The breath is the foundation for everything, though, to take a moment to just come back to that awareness of the breath. However, there's different visualizations that can be very helpful in that moment. The other thing
1: I hear in what you're saying, Donna, is that Mm -hmm. The breath gives you back, in a sense, your empowerment and your self-confidence. Absolutely. Because many times when those kinds of situations happen to me personally, I Mm -hmm. get thrown off. I mean, I I get off-center. And then when you get off-center, sometimes your thoughts become negative or you lose your confidence or self-esteem temporarily. So it seems like the breath then gives you that almost anchor,
2: that's exactly right. And also it does at least three things. It brings you back to center and to your own rhythm and your awareness of yourself as rather than the mind being out there on what happened and the other person. It gives you energy if you you know, especially if you affirm as you breathing in, okay, I'm restoring my energy. And as I said, it actually makes you aware of the tension in your body, and so it helps you to release. As you do the exhalation, it helps you to release that tension in the moment. So that's why it's such a simple, powerful, available tool.
1: All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. Folks, you can give us a call at eight six six four seven two three seven eight eight if you're listening today on Monday, the 27th of August at 2 p.m. Eastern or at 11 a.m. Pacific. My guest today is Donna Thompson, who's a meditation teacher and has been a therapist. And her new book is called The Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively. And this is evolved from her three-plus decades of meditation study and practice. And if you have questions, you certainly can call us after the break. We're going to talk more about the power of stilling the mind and what are some things that we can do when we're stressed. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive
0: Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. had an accident the people you may encounter may be attorneys doctors and insurance agents how do you protect yourself and your family tune into meeting by accident with attorney tom woodruff an experienced trial attorney and former legislator attorney woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis what steps to take what to avoid and most important what you need to know to get through the process Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and today we are talking about The Vibrant Life, which is the topic and the title of the book by my author, Donna Thompson, about our energy, about meditation, about how to conserve and reserve our energy because that's our life force. And before we continue, I want to thank my sponsor, Jane Iredell's Mineral Makeup, which is made from the earth's minerals. I use this makeup. It has, it's amazing. It feels weightless and gives wonderful coverage and makes my skin feel healthy and youthful has no talc or skin sensitizers or fragrance or preservatives. And Jane Iredil's Mineral Makeup is, is all in one, really. It's a foundation, concealer, powder, and sunscreen. It can be worn by sensitive skins, normal skin, and problematic skin as well, and comes highly recommended by dermatologists and plastic surgeons. You can contact Michelle Fenske at 678-472-3866, 678-472-3866, or you can email her at msenske, f e n s k e at janeiredale.com, J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E.com. Or if you want to try mineral makeup, which I totally believe in because it's made from the earth's minerals and really feels very differently from other kinds of makeup and, and makeup, but they call it the skincare makeup, you can contact me, Patricia, at raskinresources.com, and I can lead you to the right source. Okay, and speaking of sources and energy and wellness, my guest is Donna Thompson. Donna is a meditation teacher who has been a therapist for many years, and her book, The Vibrant Life, evolves from her three-plus decades of meditation study and practice. She has a master's degree in social work and 19 years of experience in therapeutic work, and she teaches workshops on awareness meditation and meditation um, with the Divine Feminine and has written several other books. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you All right, and people can log onto to your website at you are your path you are your path p a t h dot com All right, let's talk about what happens when we get tired. You know we get tired because we lose energy, we get drained. Mm-hmm. Do you have ideas and exercises for us to help us maintain that energy even when we haven't had as much sleep <laughs> as we should?
2: Yes. Uh, The first and most important, actually, is simply the awareness of the rise and fall of one's energy. When you're really paying attention to your energy, it becomes much harder for it to be drained. So the analogy that I use is uh, I live in a house that is uh, completely off the grid. It's completely powered by solar energy, and I've learned so much from this house. It's been a teacher to me. And the metaphor is that, you know, say it's cloudy one day. Well, the meter goes down. And when it gets to a certain point, if we have a few days of cloudy weather in a row, I know that I can't, you know, like vacuum the floor or use my washing machine until the meter goes back up again. And I literally have to wait, pause, and not do those activities until the meter goes back up. So if one can kind of think of one's own energy meter, you know, and notice throughout the day what makes it go down, when do I then stop and need to stop and replenish it. Now, many people actually already know what replenishes their energy. You know, they know maybe if they, oh, listen to music or, you know, go talk to a friend, a certain friend, not all friends. Uh, take a moment to watch the sunset most people really do have some idea of what replenishes their energy it's more a matter of remembering to do it and that's where then the focus becomes awareness there's an exercise in the book called the self-assessment where you take a moment to just kind of rate your energy your mental energy your physical energy your spiritual energy your emotional energy you 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 say to yourself, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how's my physical energy today? How's my body feeling? How's my mental energy? Am I mentally exhausted? Do I feel emotionally drained on that scale? And you notice, how do you need to take care of yourself? And um, there are some simple exercises that I can describe, if you like, um, that really help with recharging one's energy. Why
1: don't you give us an exercise?
2: Okay, so there's an exercise in the book that I described that um, is called the rainbow wash. Uh, It's working with visualization and imagination and using color. And it's so simple in that one simply imagines the colors of the rainbow as one sees it in the sky. First one can simply imagine those. There's a lot of energy that comes just from that balance. The rainbow is an image or a metaphor or a symbol of balanced energy all the colors of the spectrum of our natural world in balance. One imagines that. Then one imagines those colors simply passing through one's body. First the red, then the orange, then the yellow, the green, the blue, the purple. And you notice how it feels in one's body, those different colors. And let you let, just let yourself be charged by it.
1: Aren't those colors of the rainbow also Correspondent to the chakra colors
2: Yes they are So that that's another Way of working with it and the other thing I Encourage people to do is once they get the idea A little bit you know people are very creative You know if they give themselves permission To be so you know once There's a basic foundation exercise There you can imagine Again um, the red in the root chakra and down the legs The orange in the area, the yellow in the solar plexus, and so on, you can wrap yourself in the colors of the rainbow. And what I encourage people to realize is that using one's imagination can release a lot of energy. In our culture, we grow up with the imagination being discounted. People are told, you know, oh, it's just your imagination, when in fact the imagination is a very powerful tool for change. And for releasing energy, so this exercise is essentially one of the active imagination. However, I personally believe that at the physical level, you're really, or the energy level, you're really tuning into the energy that those colors carry, and that energy is nourishing your own personal.
1: Donald, let's take this one step further. Sure. How could you use meditation, filling the mind? If you had a very serious problem and you were stuck, you had several alternatives and didn't know which and really were debating and they were they were tough alternatives how could you how could stilling the mind and meditation or one of your exercises help in that situation?
2: Well, there's several different ways okay. um, if let's say one wants to take the route of um, stilling the mind uh the exercise that I described earlier the simple following of the breath has an extension that I call um, the star in the heart this is when you're faced with a really difficult situation or just daily life and it really isn't possible to do anything about it almost you know you may have several different alternatives but in a way you can't decide among them and so rather than trying to decide and use meditation to do that you sit down for a moment. This one involves taking some time, quietly. You sit down, you follow the breath for a few moments, and then you simply imagine in the heart chakra, in the heart center, uh, the image of a star, the kind of star you see up in the sky at night, uh, the eight-pointed star. And as you tune into that and you let yourself imagine that, you have a sense of turning over the decision, that the decision is not only up to you, obviously you've got to make it, but that we are a part of this wholeness and that there is an inner light, an inner wisdom, an inner awareness that guides us. And we may or may not get in the moment, in that very moment, you know, the solution, but if you spend some time just quietly with that light in one's own heart, trusting it, You know, usually you find that that carries over and that in the days to come you get clearer about what you have to do. However, there's another way um, that I can describe briefly also, and that's in the chapter on choice in my book. The simple affirmation, I have choice, is one of the most powerful meditations that I have experienced. For example, just to go back for a moment, when you said, you know, you're, you've just been in an angry situ- in a situation with somebody who's angry or a difficult situation, in that moment when that situation is happening, to be able to take a breath and say to oneself, I have choice about how I respond to that.
1: It's almost like a um, sword I want to use, uh, like a filtering system. It helps you from reacting automatically. Exactly. And in a sense, shooting from the hip
2: totally absolutely that's just what it does it makes you remember first of all that you don't have to react and then from that place of remembering it's possible to see that there's different options taking a breath helps too so that that choice meditation can be extended into an exercise that i offer to people where You sit down again quietly with that awareness, and you take the choices. Let's say, (laughs) because we've only got two hands, this meditation is limited to two alternatives at a time, but you just sit there, you know, tuning into your own rhythm, your own center. You imagine one alternative in one hand, the other alternative in the other, and then you let yourself really go into each alternative to feel To actually sort of kinesthetically feel what that alternative feels like, and then you come back to center, follow your breath for a few minutes, and go into the other one, and then come back. And there's something about that taking the time to so
1: tangibly feel. The only time at which I would question that would be if, Mm -hmm. for example, let's say you were offered two opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Could be two jobs or two places to live. But you you weren't there yet, so you really didn't know. I mean, you you know you had certain um, feelings from going into the job sites, or certain feelings from the area and location if it's going to be a place to relocate. But you really don't know till you get there. So how do you assess that by your intuition?
2: Well, that is such a good question because you know if if I'm talking to people who are making decisions that involve moves or new jobs or whatever. It, to have some physical experience of the place is almost if it's a very very important decision is pretty essential meditation doesn't or even intuition doesn't take the place of you know actual information and where i find meditation intuition most powerful is when they work together with actual information so you have to gather your information and if that involves a trip you know that's really essential does that make sense?
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's and that's the fact gathering. Again. Absolutely. You know, that really is the fact gathering. So so it's um in a lot of ways it's a filtering system and it really helps you to stay in the moment and to and, and to think about things before you really do them.
2: I love that phrase filtering system because that's what we so often need is um, a reminder and Something that says to us, a, an inner voice that says, stop, take a breath, and recognize what your choices are in this situation. Right. And meditation can actually become or open the door for that inner voice to be heard.
1: All right, and on that note, we're going to take a break. You can give us a call. I may have given you the wrong number, folks, in the last two segments. The f- toll-free number is eight six six four seven two. 5788. 8. I might have said 3788. 8. It's 5788. 8. And if you're listening on August 27th at, uh, from 11 to 12 noon Pacific or 2 to 3 Eastern time, uh, certainly give us a call. My guest is Donna Thompson, and we're talking about using our energy effectively. And we're using that through meditation, through breath. How do we make clear decisions? How can we, we, we allow and have our energy really help us? To be clear and to be connected. And Donna Thompson is a meditation teacher and, has, and was a therapist for many, many years and has studied for 15 years as a student of Zen meditation in Rochester, New York. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about releasing old energy patterns, old, old psychological patterns, and how we can again use our energy um, to direct us and guide us in positive ways. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin.
4: makers to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers to wine themed spas wine country getaways even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more women and wine broadcasts each thursday at 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern on the voice america channel women in wine enjoying life one sip at a time
3: Financial Truth with Carla Cargill will bring a passionate, spirit-filled voice to talk radio which will empower you to unleash your wealth within. Listen live every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice American Network as Carla shares common sense wealth-building principles with a twist of humor that will take you from living paycheck to paycheck to living a life of more than enough. Join Carla every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and discover your money personality and learn the Ten Commandments to Wealthy Living. You will no longer be held captive by financial bondage. Let Carla Cargill teach you the financial truth, and the truth will set you free.
0: The radio station, not
1: to put the truth
4: Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Treveras Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Treveras, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Travera's Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend.
0: VoiceAmerica.com
1: Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. We are talking today about using our energy effectively, knowing how to really work with our energy so we're not as tired or more focused. We make clearer decisions. And part of that is through meditation. Part of that is through the breath. Part of that is through our awareness. My guest today is Donna Thompson, who is a meditation teacher and has been a therapist for many years. Her new book is A Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively. And this is a follow from her three-plus decades of meditation, study, and practice. And before we go back to our interview, I just want to thank my sponsor, which is Jane Iredell Mineral Makeup. It's really a skin care makeup, and I use it. I think it's absolutely wonderful, and it gives my skin a glow because it's not clogging my pores. It's made from the earth's minerals. No dyes, no preservatives. It's a foundation, concealer, powder, and sunscreen, all in one. It's great for sensitive skins, normal skins, problematic skins, and comes highly recommended by dermatologists and plastic surgeons, which is really how I learned about it. To discover this wonderful skincare makeup made from minerals by Jane Iredell, please call Michelle Fensky 678-472-3866, 678-472-3866, or email Michelle at mfenske, F-A-N-S-K-E, at j a n e i r e d a l e J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E.com. And if you forget all that, or I was too quick, patricia at, at raskinresources.com, and that will be me at my website. Okay, again, my guest is Donna Thompson, author of The Vibrant Life. It's still time to call us at 866 866-472-5788, 866-472-5788. Welcome back, Donna.
2: Thank you. You
1: know, one of the things we were talking about during the break that I want to bring up is really our heritage. In my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, I talk about the first one, Honor Our Heritage. And in your book, you talk about releasing energy caught in old psychological patterns. And I'm going to read from your book. Each of us is a collection of experiences. Our childhood experiences teach us how to relate to life, habit patterns we learned in childhood. And then you talk about how these experiences shape and condition and define the way we see the world. And then you talk about there is a, our heredity and our biology as an individual and as a member of the human race. There is the ancestral psychological stream, the patterns of behavior, thought, and feeling that are passed down from generation to generation. An enormous amount of our energy is tied up in old knots of heredity, culture, and family. And I want to address that because one of the things I was saying, you know, during the break is that I've certainly noticed in my life and in all of our lives, you know, it's in our biological structure, it's in our genes, certain patterns. I come from a family that's very quick, fast. They talk fast, as I sometimes do on the air. And we think quickly. We move quickly. That's just part of, of my gene pool. And when I go back up north where I live and I'm living in the south, I mean, I watch them, and they're all racing around, and I'm thinking, you I really have had to work at that. I'm not as quick and as fast by consciousness because people have said to me, slow down. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying to you, and while I'm relating this to the audience, is that I'm sure you have people that say to you, oh, but I don't like that. You know, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I, my parents do that, my brothers do that, and I don't want that. But you know what? That may, may just be part of who we are and our threading, in a sense, or our structure. So don't we have to kind of learn how to work with that?
2: Absolutely, because it's what we have to work with. You know, it's, it's not like those old patterns. When I say releasing the energy caught in old psychological patterns, I'm not saying that those patterns are going to go away. You know, it's like energy can get stuck in them, and actually one of, the, one of the ways that energy can get stuck in them is by wanting to reject them. You know, that's another way that the energy gets stuck, is like one is so determined not to be like one's father or mother that one can't, in a sense um, one can not integrate that energy into one's life and it just kind of is frozen away and there's often a lot of energy in, in that heritage. So it's a balance, as far as I'm concerned, of honoring where we come from and at the same time seeing that we have the capacity through our awareness, through choice, to shift certain patterns that block us.
1: But isn't it so that we have to learn to accept what our biology and her heredity is?
2: Yes. Um, I think that if we don't accept it, we can't possibly change it. Mm-hmm. And if we do accept it, then even... I mean, I remember a day, um, you know, maybe a few years after I had come to the Zen Center, and I went to the Zen Center when I was very young, 22 years old, and very idealistic. And, of course, there was a great deal of talk about enlightenment and, you know, so on and so forth. And... I remember, maybe it was longer than two years that I had been there, and I remember one day walking down the street and the thought suddenly hit me, you know, no matter how enlightened I might someday get, I'm still going to be Donna. (laughs) And it was like this huge revelation that it wasn't like any spiritual experience I could have was going to, at least as I've experienced this, completely erase my biology, heredity, personality, early childhood experiences. My experience is what happens is your awareness gets bigger around those patterns, so that there's choice. You know, when it when you need to move fast, you move fast. But you know, you said during the break again that you do your yoga and you you know take your walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. It's like you've made a choice, seeing that 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 energy behind that speed isn't always productive. That exactly. times you need and, to stop. And
1: and what I've learned. And I'm sure people have the opposite issue. They have to quicken their pace rather than slow Mm -hmm. it like I do. But if I did not do those things, I would not function well because I'd be racing all the time. And when you're racing, you're not, you know, first of all, you're not present. And secondly, I don't think you're making as clear decisions because you're, you're, you're just moving.
2: Yeah. And, you know, that's why I say to people that, as far as I'm concerned, in today's world, meditation isn't like an esoteric practice. It's a survival skill. Mm-hmm. And that what I mean by meditation, again, isn't necessarily sitting, you know, cross-legged somewhere for hours. A walk on the beach can be a meditation. It yeah. is a meditation. Yeah. And so I encourage people to find their own forms, How to look at how am I already meditating, you know, and, again, it's like, what recharges my battery? Where do I experience a letting go of thought and a greater awareness? That's a meditation. And then just, you know, maybe I need to do more of it sometimes.
1: Well, you know, I want to say this in this interview because I've interviewed so many people who talk about this type of, of work and of meditation and balance. What, what strikes me in talking with you, Donna, is there's a gentleness around what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, there there is a, what's the word I want to use? Not forgiveness, but acceptance of where the person is. That's, you're not coming mm-hmm. in and saying, well, now I'm going to put you in the Zen Center. You know, you're no. going to sit like a yogi <laughs> for 10 hours. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No. Well, I think some of that grows out of my own experience of having done a, a very strict practice for a number of years and realized for myself, not necessarily as universal, what the limitations of that were. And that's one of my absolute ground rules is that i don't believe in formulas you know that's why in this book i try to offer people a lot of tools because what works one day may not work the next whereas if you know you've got the idea that if i just do this practice every day forever then i'm going to be calm and and everything's going to be all right that becomes a rigidity and a and and doesn't always help Mm -hmm. and so i think each person is an incredible individual with their own rhythm and their own history and that in finding the right, you know, help for themselves whether it's meditation or yoga or all kinds of other things that there are these days um, you know, people have to tune into themselves and that in itself is meditation yeah, you know, what's right for me
1: Before we um, go to break I'd like yeah. to read something from your book that really appeals to me it, it is a it is a meditation and I'm going to read just part of it Okay, It's called The Golden Line Mm -hmm. And I really like this Because this is something I think that's easy to do You say sit down quietly The first few times you do this exercise Later you can do it anywhere Even in conversation or on a bus Or sitting at your desk And that you breathe quietly You calm your energy And then you read the meditation and try it Imagine you are drawing a line of golden light Around your body with your mind Begin at the top of your head A few inches out from your body Bring the line down the right side of the head Down the neck shoulder and arm around every finger, back up the right side of the arm, down the right side of the body, along the outside of the right leg, around every single toe, back up the inside of the right leg, and so on around the body, and back up the top of the head. This is a single, unbroken line. If you lose it, start over. And if you notice tension or obstruction, just continue. And this is not a hazy cloud or light surrounding you. It's a precise, defined line. And it outlines the body like a two dimensional drawing on a blackboard. And for me that I can relate to that because it's just like I'd be drawing, as you said, like mm-hmm. an outline on a blackboard. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donnie, your comments on this.
2: Well, that exercise uh numbers of people have found very helpful because it's about setting your boundary. You know, people often in therapy these days are, are told, you know, you need to set boundaries, you need to have a boundary. This is a very tangible way of doing that and of experiencing that there is a, it's a self-definition exercise that helps one again come back to oneself. I do it all the time on the phone in the, you know, when I'm in difficult conversations because you can get to where you can do it in 2 seconds and it's very helpful.
1: Mm, absolutely. Very good. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest is Donna Thompson. She's the author of The Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively. And you can log on to her website, which is youareyourpath.com. Youareyourpath.com. There's still time to call us after the break, folks, at 866-472-5788. If you're listening on August 27th, between 11 and 12 Pacific and 2 and 3 Eastern, a.m. and p.m. All right,
0: you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. (laughs) VoiceAmerica.com. In the ever-changing world of real estate, Mark Heller and Brian Church bring to Internet Talk Radio all the latest information, trends, and changes in the real estate market. And these guys pull no punches. That's Real Estate Talk with Mark Heller and Brian Church every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And I want to thank my sponsor, Jane Iredell Mineral Makeup, which is made from the earth's minerals. And I wear this makeup. It feels weightless and gives unsurpassed coverage, and your skin will look healthy and useful, and I get compliments on my skin all the time because it's not an ordinary makeup, and it doesn't have talc or skin synthesizers or d- dyes or preservatives. It's made from the earth's minerals, and so it doesn't clog the pores. And it's a foundation concealer, powder, and sunscreen all in one. Comes highly recommended by dermatologists and plastic surgeons, which is how I learned about it. You can call Michelle Fenske, which is 678-472-3866. 678-472-3866. Or email her, mfenske, F-E-N-S-K-E, at com, which is J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E.com. And if you, if all of that kind of was too fast, then just write to me, Patricia, at raskinresources.com. But if you're looking for something that will really give you skin a glow and is made from the earth's minerals, Jane Iredell Skin Care is for you. Okay, we are talking to Donna Thompson. She's the author of The Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively. Donna Thompson is a meditation teacher who has uh, this work, The Vibrant Life, has evolved from her three-plus decades of meditation study and practice. For 15 years, she was a student at the Zen Meditation Center in Rochester. She also has a master's in social work and for 19 years did therapeutic work and has written several other books. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you. All right. It says here, The Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively. Let's talk about resistance to meditation. What are the blocks and what can we do about that? Why people hear the word meditation and say, Oh, I can't do it. Not for me. Absolutely,
2: because so many people, so many people that I meet say, oh, I know I should meditate. And then, you know, that's as far as it goes. And I think first of all is, getting the should out of the way. Um, Meditation, in many people's minds, involves yet another discipline and another regimen. And these days, our time is so uh, demanded of. Everybody has schedules, and they have things they've got to do at certain times. So the idea that I'd have to make a time, sit down, take 20 minutes, gets in people's way. And that's why um, I... So the the misconception there is you have to be disciplined to meditate. And that um, often, right at the start, puts people off because they just don't want another regimen. Um, and so that's why I encourage people, as I said earlier, to recognize that meditation can be woven into the day. It can be in those moments that we talked about. And that what I experience is that meditative time is different from ordinary time. So that if you take just two minutes to tune into your breath, maybe imagine the color or some other tool that you might find in my book or you might already have, um, that two minutes is, is much bigger than uh, just two minutes of ordinary time. And space throughout the day, two minutes in the morning, you know, two minutes whenever, no regimen, it can really make a difference. So hopefully that would help people to get over that feeling. The next one is that people will try meditation and they'll feel like it doesn't work. You know, they'll feel maybe a few minutes of calm and then they'll go out and there's this idea that, okay, if I meditate, I won't get angry at my kids. I'll never, you know, yell at anybody again. I'll never get upset again. And so if it doesn't take me into that state of calm, it's not worth doing. And the point is is that's like saying um, you know I'm going to get hungry again so why bother eating <laughs> you mm-hmm. know it's like it, precisely because we live in a world where one is constantly stressed it's helpful to balance that with a moment or two or three of going into a more calm and peaceful state precisely because we do get pulled off that's why we need to go back and it can be helpful to go to a yoga class, of course, those things are really good, but if people can 't even make the time for that, it doesn't take discipline to close your eyes for two minutes periodically throughout the day. It just takes remembering to do it, and so and then the third one is um, the one we talked about earlier that i will if I meditate i, I I'm not doing it right if thoughts come into my mind. And then it just becomes a struggle. People find that meditation just becomes more reason for self-judgment. Oh, I can't meditate. I'm no good at it. And there is no such thing as a bad meditation. It's,
1: it's, it, I was just going to ask that when you said there's no such thing as a bad meditation. Is guided meditation just as good as clearing the mind or saying one word over and over?
2: I personally think that whatever... Now, again, there are people who would disagree with this, but I personally think that whatever works for you to bring you to a state of greater centeredness and calm is perfect. Some people like to meditate to music. Some people don't. Some people like guided meditation. Some people don't. Mantras, which is like the word you know, repeated over again, can be very, very calming and soothing, especially if one has a mind that tends to go and, circles you know and and get attached to certain thought patterns a mantra or a word can be a very useful tool so um as far as i'm concerned uh, there's no no really no such thing as a bad meditation from the point of view of the method there's ones that are appropriate for people and ones that aren't and ideally it's good to have some help sometimes knowing what's right for you but um there's lots of options
1: Okay. All right, we've just about come to a close. So, Donna, if you would like to leave one thing with our listeners today on your book, The Vibrant Life, Simple Meditations to Use Your Energy Effectively, and people can log on to youareyourpath.com. Donna, what is your message for this interview?
2: I'd say there would be two, to remember that meditation is there as a help and support for living in today's world. And the second one is, there's a chapter in my book called Breaking the Downward Cycle. Sometimes people feel that they don't even have the energy to do the things that we're talking about, and many people have told me that just by reading the exercises in this book, it's helped them to feel more energy. So if you are in that place of um, feeling like you really just don't have enough energy to do the basic things of daily life, I really encourage you to get the help that you need and... Possibly you might find some help in this little book
1: of mine. Okay. And if people want to contact you, they they log on to youareyourpath.com.
2: Yes, and there's information there then about how to do that.
1: And do you also guide people in meditations?
2: Yes, I do... um, Retreats and workshops with people. Uh, right now I'm on a bit of a sabbatical, but I will be starting that up again. I'm happy to give people individual guidance if they contact me, and I'm okay. happy to answer questions.
1: And that is on your website, You youareyourpath.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being on the program. And
2: there's also meditations there, by the way, that people can read and look at, and excerpts from the book even on the website.
1: Wonderful. Thank you, Donna.
2: Thank, Thank you. you I've coming. really enjoyed it.
1: Thank okay. you. Stay on the line. Donna Thompson, my guest today, also has vibrant life using simple meditations to use your energy effectively. You can log on to youareyourpath.com. Next week, I have on an acclaimed guest, Sandra Ray, who's been leading, been a leading voice at the forefront of the new age movement for over 35 years. She's acclaimed as a modern founder of the rebirthing movement. And her life work is in helping others release difficult patterns so they can learn to live in miraculous consciousness and experience the vibration of the highest high. And she is a best-selling author of many books, including The Only Diet There Is, I Deserve Love, and Tell's Wish. And she is known as one of the most eclectic spiritual leaders of the day and recognized throughout the world as a spiritual teacher, author, lecturer, and healer. We're going to talk about her newest book, Rock Your World with the Divine Mother. And this is bringing the sacred power of the Divine Mother into our lives. So it's a real treat having Sandra Ray on the program next week. Folks, remember, as I say each week, it's an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week. And remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, know you're not alone, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great day. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.